The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. All right, thanks to Mike North for joining us today. Thanks for listening, calling, and uh, participating in the show. Thanks to Black and Abdallah, Kevin, Z-Pak, uh, here with us, our engineer, Josh and his whole crew. And thanks for coming out to Buffalo Wild Wings. And we'll give away some Bears tickets here in just a little bit. Thanks to Miller Light. Great crowd out here today. Good crowd, Carp. Festive, man. Holiday season. And they're, they decked it out for the Bears. You got all the blue yeah, and orange balloons. balloons everywhere. Got a couple spiky yeah. stars. I don't know if these are, maybe these are their everyday balloons. I they don't know. Look, they look like abalones up there. I mean, they look real good. Very Bears-esque, which is yeah. nice. So. All right. Uh, the holiday parody song contest culminates today. Will we see you guys later? Ronald and Sylvie at Bub City in Rosemont. Uh, you can get out and go see yeah. the fellas and all the five finalists. You guys uh, running up here? Elijah Craig, which is one of my favorites. Coming up and uh, have get a the bourbon, Carm. Proof. I'm going to try. We're a long way away, buddy. I know. Um, my Send son's the got station baseball. Copter for you. Yeah, um, if, if you did that, I'd do it. i got to get Gio to baseball in a little bit. I'm going to try, but it's... One uh, of the finalists was here. Yeah, he was. We met one of the finalists who, here. He came here to that? get some good luck. Uh, for, but the, the Kaplan uh, song. The Cap song and the Carmen song, the uh, oh, realtor song. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he, he came super, in. Super excited to get up there. And we put our hands together. We bowed our heads and we prayed a little bit for wisdom and skill and talent. Beautiful. And by the yeah. way, the ice is open, guys. If you guys want to come up and uh, yeah, start preparing has- for uh, round one of the uh, WMVP Games Part 2. Well, nice. Uh, well, are you really going to follow through with that, you think? He yes. Wants, I don't want to. He He's just over here giving me the stop sign. Like, come is? on. Be a, come be on, a competitor. Jeez. You don't have to be a favorite to, to be involved. We can be the underdog. I'm worried about blowing out an ACL. That's what I'm, I'm worried about. You're not, not going to blow out an ACL. You're not going to be moving. You can be moving yeah. fast enough to blow out an ACL. Exactly. I'm, I'm 56 and grotesquely out of shape. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay. If anybody's got something to worry about, it's me. I'm a walking grabber on the ice. Yeah, you're not blowing out an ACL. I mean, what are you talking about? I think we need to take the challenge, man. I asked this earlier. Didn't Cap, when he was in, like, Eddie Olchek's charity hockey game, like, several years ago, blow out his ACL? I believe so, but that's Cap. Let me ask you a question. Do you consider yourself a better athlete than Cap? Yeah, but I'm not a hockey player. Nor am I. I. it's different Again, as an athlete. I don't know guys, how many shifts keep, the good you, kid has skated lately keep, either. You guys keep I saying. I skated in four years. You keep saying that. We're not tennis players. We played right. tennis with you. You could, you, I guarantee you could ease, more easily blow out your ACL playing tennis yeah, than you true. can playing hockey. That's, oh, that's true. Karma. I'm going to try. My guy's spirits are down when it comes to this challenge. i got to get him out on the ice. Uh, I, I don't and understand. by the way, Karm, I guarantee you he's twice as good a skater as I am because I've skated twice in my life. And, and, no. and he's yes. the one who won't do it, and Waddle's the willing one. I just wait, I don't get it. We'll I mean, put why? you on a sled and I'll drag you around. Oh, like the kids. Listen, uh, so we, we've yeah, put you on a places. sled. We've got to put you in places where you're uncomfortable. Yes. Right. Yeah. We don't want to be slashing the F out of both of you guys trying want, to stay up. I want, to, I want you to be uncomfortable. Take me out of my comfort zone. 
Yeah, that's the only way you learn anything. That's the only that's way you, you, that's you how experience you, uh, that's things. That's how you evolve in life, right? Yeah. I don't ski. I don't skate. I've never played hockey. I've always wanted to I've because I love once. the game, but I don't know how to skate. But Tommy, I am willing to put in the time. It's, it's going to be fun. To we try should go to, to get Aspen. Aspen. We should go to Aspen and go skiing. Boy, that's a that's a tall yeah, order for your I'll go to Aspen yeah. with you, good kid, but I'm going straight yeah. to the lodge, and I'm no, not yeah, leaving. Isn't that where Dumb and Dumber went? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's where we yeah. – right on the slopes. Right on the slopes. You guys you know who's going to be up? Yeah, yeah I'll you take know, a moped with a good kid. You, guys, you have you, two sets of gloves? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're in the Rockies. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I, you, you know who's coming up to see you guys, right? Chauncey's coming up. Is he? Oh. Chauncey, you going up there? Chauncey's here. Chauncey's going up to Bub City. And Chauncey, is he really? He's going to go out on the rink and, and you know, He's going to be cut out a hole in the, the ice. The he's Chauncey's going to go ice fish on yeah. the rink. Out on the rink. Yeah. Chauncey, Wild and Sylvie. He Wild just, and Sylvie are up there in uh, Bub City at Rosemont for the Christmas party. Just no inappropriate statements about Waddle's daughters. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, that was the Christmas. Did you guys know that story? It's I remember party. that story. Yeah. I remember that story. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing with this guy? Uh it's He's amazing. my dad. I just amazing. flew in from college, and I wanted to, he wanted me to go to the, to the Christmas party with him. <laughs> Chauncey was like, incredible. oh, I'm so sorry. I got Chauncey. It's not a big deal. It's, it's okay. the best. It's all cool. Uh, but he looked right at my daughter, Angela. What are you doing with this guy? <laughs> the He's my dad. He's my dad. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> He pays for my education. Yes. Believe it or not, he's my dad. I'm stuck with him. That's yes, it. exactly. I think my two youngest are supposed to come to the... Uh, are they going up nice? To see Excellent. their dad embarrass himself. Uh, when are you going to embarrass yourself? You're I embarrass myself from two to, two to six every day. Oh, I don't know about that. Stop. You're Stop a professional, it, Judge. Tommy. You're a tremendous slob. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> By the way, did you guys get a, uh, get a gander of Sylvie's Christmas sweater? I have, I have not. not seen we it. have not seen anything. I don't think Twitch is up. Video yet, yet, I didn't oh, know I was supposed to wear a Christmas sweater. It's our holiday party. Know, oh, are you I not wearing a sweater, Sylvie? I'm this guy, a bro- no memo. It's wearing a brown hoodie. What do you mean, <laughs> what do you mean memo? You didn't need a memo. You knew That's, what the thing yes, was. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Can you knew what the whole thing was about. Have you seen some of the pictures of us from previous years? Both of us are you were dressed like Mrs. Claus. I Nothing. was dressed like Santa Claus. It's usually Remember sure that? provided. I, I, can I, I'll wear oh, one if, if someone me, gets me one. He needs a Christmas sweater provided for him. I have an, He's an not going to purchase one. He wants I, one provided for him. I have an elf Christmas sweater that says, son of a nutcracker on it. That's good. That's as good as I got. I like Tyler's, Tyler's got a SpongeBob Christmas sweater. Is he wearing? He's, that's what oh, yeah. he's wearing? Yeah. Yeah. Nice set up yeah. with Tyler. And Sylvie's got a, uh, he's got like a, a taupe, uh, thin uh, well, hooded kinda, sweatshirt. Kind of like Christmas. It's, the anti. <laughs> it's like uh, the color of Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. I exactly. Guess. Yes, exactly. Right. So, so it's yeah. a little, there's, yeah. there's still a Christmas. Very earthy. A... It's a fine, it's a fine uh, sweatshirt. Very, very earthy, earthy kind said? of. Yeah. I love it. Very earthy. Hey, very uh, Yerk, did you watch uh, the Reggie White? 30 yes. for 30? Yes, 30 for 30, yes. I was I keep, thinking about you during that whole thing. Where I keep are you? hearing about this. Is it good, you guys? I'm hearing it was two nights it. ago, and it, I thought it was great. I mean, I yeah. love all the new 30 for 30s when yeah. I can learn. Like, there were many things about Reggie that I didn't know. Maybe, like, Yurko knew everything because he was his teammate, and he lived through a lot of these things. But for me, there were many things that I didn't know. What really? surprised you the most? Um, that he was really good at football. 
<laughs> what surprised me the most of was all the information all, that learned all, all, you... of all the flack he was getting. Like I, I, I didn't remember all the flack he was getting towards the end of his career for preaching. I didn't when remember spoke, that when he spoke in front of the Wisconsin legislator legislation. Yeah, that and he got in trouble for that. And then the way he changed at the end when he went back to the. Um, and learned Hebrew. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, didn't wow. Know Did he really? That. Yes. Wow. He went to the original scripture, uh, Karm, and learned Hebrew. No yeah. kidding. Listen, it wasn't an act for Reggie. Was That's he ostracized so, for his, so his, for his uh, free agency thing? Like, I, I don't think as much. I think the no. fans in Philadelphia still loved Reggie White. Okay. I think they hated the owner at the time, Norman, what is it, Brayman? Norman Brayman, uh, is that, that his that name? sounds right. Yeah. I think I think the fans didn't like the owner of Philadelphia, and they did appreciate Reggie. Um, you know, but there are a handful of things that really affected Reggie. When Jerome Brown died, yeah. yeah, that was a big thing. And I remember hearing the story, and it was just like, wow. Yeah. And then it wasn't a year later, I think, that Reggie ended up coming with us because Reggie played with us in 93. <laughs> is you know, he, to this day, sounds right. Johnny, to this day, is he the most def- de- dominant dominant defensive, defensive lineman yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, but that has played over the last 25, 30 years. Well, I mean, who's look, in his class? Uh, Lawrence Taylor is okay. in his class. Right. Richie but White's different player. In his class. Different player. Well, listen, I'd even say Deion Sanders is in his class. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm talking about the best of the best. I wouldn't right. put Rod Woodson up there. But I'm saying, you know, the, the best at their individual positions over the course of a lifetime. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what you'd be looking at. Yeah. You know, for me, Bruce Smith is nothing that Reggie White was. Right. And Bruce Smith has the lead in total sacks, but but Bruce Smith Bruce Smith couldn't hold the candle to Reggie. White. Bruce Smith was nowhere close to as strong as Reggie was. was right, it? Reggie was yeah. a monster. Like um, there's some there's Bruce, some Bruce highlights. Bruce is a good player. I just he wasn't Reggie White. That's all. Sometimes I I enjoy watching the Reggie White highlights as much as I oh, do watching the like move. the Barry Sanders. Well, they call it the hump. The hump. The hump. The hump. Did, did you see the play that what he did to Chris Carter? Oh, that's so oh, good. Yeah, yeah. He Chris Carter at. wanted Chris Carter wanted uh he wanted credit for that half sack. Yeah. yeah. Because he, he got was, thrown into Warren Moan and oh, sacked really? himself so and Reggie touched him down. Yeah. So Carm, you would love it and, and Yerk, I was too busy at that at that age, um, hating you guys uh as a Bears fan. Like right. I hated the Packers, yeah. so I didn't appreciate Reggie White because all I did was hate on them. Right. And, and so Anything he did on the field, I was just hating on, and I, I forgot about in that Dallas game. You were, you were, was that the game that you got hurt? Uh, you that's the game I got hurt at the toward the end of the second quarter. I got hurt in that game. So the game in the NFC Championship game, and then I didn't know either that he got his eye scratched in that game. Yeah, he got his eye scratched early because they kept you know, their ploy was to go to the head to get Reggie to stand up if you hit him in the head. That was their ploy, and what they had done. And Tony Weiss, who's the worst coach ever in the history of man, former was Bears, their offensive uh, line, coach. line coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, sorry, just gotta say it. He wasn't probably at the time because he was in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? That's Tony would have come. Tony would have been, been there by then. in '92, '93. I think. He yeah, came we Chicago. came with Wani, didn't he? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but he was over there too. But either way, yeah. Um, they changed the rule to where you could make contact in the head and the face mask. As long as you moved off of that, they wouldn't call it. Well, once they changed that rule, they say, okay, the way to slow Reggie down, let's hit him in the head. Hit him in the head. Let's get him up and let's get him pissed. And then uh, his church had burnt down 
I think a week before that yes. or five days before that. So he had a ball of emotions going through him. Uh, that's where Gil Haskell was on the sidelines, too, fighting for his life after he got hit. Right. So there was a thousand things that happened in that game. And uh, they just got the better of us. We couldn't get past Dallas. Do you remember? And the next year they won the Super Bowl. You know, they beat they, Carolina. They beat Carolina, right? Yeah. yeah, they didn't beat Dallas. That, Carolina yeah. beat Dallas. That's far. right. Yeah. Do, right. do you remember back way, way, way back in the day when the head slap was legal and it was like Deacon yeah, yeah. Jones was the king? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, you see yeah. now, you vote. see these, these days, these guys, they, they stand at, you know, almost like an arm wrestling yeah. table. And they're their hands behind their backs, and they do that slap the thing. Slap, see yeah. yeah. That yeah. slap competition. It was basically that in the NFL going way back. Yeah, how, much would it, how much would it take for you guys to be in one of the, I the face nothing. slapping no, competitions? Nothing. 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 I'm not playing in that. I don't want to take the punishment. No. no it's ridiculous. You get even, a concussion. Even you, you survive it, you break a jaw. No yeah, way. Stupid. I like to eat. Yeah, that's stupid. Nothing, nothing good comes from that. There's nothing redeeming about it. I don't nothing. even get the concept of it. Sylvie, you should do it. No. <laughs> I bet you I bet you would pay uh, I would you would pay top, dollars, top dollar to just do that to me nope. one time. I wouldn't pay anything. What about if Sylvie did it? Would you yeah. pay for a ticket yes. to go see him? Or no, what if Sylvie was actually given the opportunity to slap you, Johnny? He'd have to earn it, though. He's got to yeah. earn that. I don't think I would do any damage to him. The, I don't think no, one slap I don't think would I would either. Damage Maybe Jericho. either way, but there Not are no free slap. slaps. There's no free slaps. No? You've got to earn it. Well, what do you mean? Like, you have to wrestle? No, he's got to get through me to be able to slap me. Well, that's not. Get you that, down on the ground. And yeah, that's, can, that's not how this competition works. Yeah, yeah, no, I got yeah. it. I understand. I go, there are no free slaps for the good kid. I don't play those games. I was gonna, opening up the door so Tommy, you could make a gonna, hands joke. I, Tommy, I was trying I to think do. I would hurt yeah, my hand I on his head. That. Yeah. But the, the hand jokes are too easy. They're okay. layups now. They're bunnies. Gotcha. I'm trying to become more diversified uh, no, funny man not. now. No, you're not. More diversified funny man. <laughs> yeah. Mar- that, Maryland just walked in. Oh, oh I'm not surprised. Maryland. Why don't yes. you guys, uh, yeah, why don't you guys give her a hug and take some photos? I'll send you one right now. I think Maryland, I, I'm going to no. send your call picture. Let hey, me Maryland. see you, Maryland. Do a little Maryland. Do let a me little see selfie. you. Let me do a see you. Selfie with Maryland, Sylvie. Send a picture. Yeah, I'm, that's I'll a text. big holiday smile that Maryland just gave she you. Yeah, really I bet good. you she's got a holiday sweater. She looks, on, your, sweater she looks great today, Maryland. Do you have a holiday sweater on? No, no. like Sylvie. Like Sylvie, she does not. It's okay. It's yeah, right. Yeah. They oh, both got the same memo. She bucks sweater, the trend. Yeah, you they know? both got the same memo. Yours doesn't have any sequins on, though. So no, she's got, got, got no sequins. She's got sequins on. You sure you don't want to uh, head over here? Sylvia, if you're enamored, dive in. I'm, I am, uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to see what the, what the time looks like when I get out, guys, and see what the uh, – because we're a long way from Rosemont. Come on over. You can do it, Carm. I'd you love can, to see my guy Eric You can Rose. do it. I'd love to see Matt and Eric and sample a few things. Um, Tommy DeSanto's here. I spent some time talking to him. Oh, Tommy's the man. Yes, Tommy's the best. What, what Tommy's about Tommy got, Tommy's got pickup uh, uh, duty today. Yes, he does. He's got kids. Yeah. He's got... Uh, I, Five-month-old. I, he, he, that's his eighth kid. No, get out of here. <laughs> he, is, he, is, no. he is the Philip Rivers of uh, Joe's uh, Live. Did you know that? You make I it a joke. Tommy doesn't have it. No, no, it's his third child. I was joking with him. I said I the plan for for us was three until we had Braxton. Exactly. And it stopped yeah. at really? two. Yes. Then all of a sudden you're like, hey, two's a nice two, even number. Two's, two's enough. Two is enough. 
I heard Yurko's parenting advice. You know, yes. that's not bad because it's when not. you give them a book and you separate them, they will learn quickly um, that this is boring and um, we'll maybe get along and uh, we should behave. Boy, it, it's just nonstop, you know? Oh, the fighting. It, it's, it's crazy. It's nonstop. That's I'll how be, it goes. They're coming. They're, they're, they should be here later. Well, they're going to be coming in hot, Sylvie. Oh, you know it. Oh, my God. That's, that's the only way they, they come in the door these days is hot. It's come in hot, baby. Guns are blazing. I love it. Bra- Braxton texted me yesterday while we were watching the movie. Um, I got a text from Braxton out of the blue saying, um, when are the Bears going to trade Darnell Mooney? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Off season. You tell him. Well, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Well, he's yes. a free agent. That's right. Yeah. And right. This, is what the, this is what the Bears have done to Mooney. Like, they have, they have reduced him to yeah. where now my seven-year-old thinks he's not as good as he is because they don't utilize him. Just too bad. I still like Darnell Mooney. Me yes, too. Yes, I, I do too. I think we all like Darnell Mooney. Yeah. I think yeah. we like him more than the Bears like him. I think Kansas City is really going to like him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I think well, Kansas City is going to love him. I think they would definitely like for him. Are you kidding me? That's a good call. With, with, with what Mahomes has had to deal with, with all oh, the drops my and everything, God. he's going to love himself some Darnell Mooney. And all the other knuckleheadness that goes on over there. I mean, the, the Kadarius Tony makes a dumb mistake every game. Yep. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. How was the movie, by the way, you guys? It was outstanding. Was I it? don't say that to pander to the owner of the company. It truly was a fabulous movie. It's so well done. Explain to those who aren't familiar with what we saw, a screening of this movie, and it's not going to be available. No, it was kind of like a family project, but Craig Carmazan, who is our owner, his father Mel is like a titan in the industry, the, the media industry, and you know, so many different chapters of him being a pioneer, whether it was uh, Infinity Radio yeah. and then CBS... And then at the end, the Sirius, uh, Sirius XM, he ran and is the reason why those two companies came together and that merger. Um, like, he was as influential in our industry as anybody over the last yeah. 50 years. It was his father, and uh, he told the story over the course of a couple of hours uh, in a movie, and it was just spectacular. Carm's good. good. You know when I got a, a like, I got a, a sort of... A, a, outraged was watching um, Mel, Mel Carmazan, testify in front of Congress next to Paul Tagliabue because he was the one who had to do it. He was running CBS TV at the time after the Janet Jackson mm. um, uh, halftime show. The, uh, the, the, the wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, the wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. That is when the FCC changed everything in our business for the yeah. bad. For the worse. Yeah. Remember, yeah. we were all working together. All yeah. And we all, like, it, 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 the, the business got worse because of that. Yeah. And, like, the shame that they were giving him and the soapboxes that they were on in this congressional hearing over that silliness and all the dollars that was put into that. And then that prompted, of course, Howard Stern to eventually leave terrestrial radio to go. But, like... What Mel Carmazan had to Endure? listen to yeah. those yeah. those Congress 
people to to yell at him. It was craziness. Yeah, over silliness. Yeah, over something so silly. At this point, you don't understand what politicians are. I know. know. Then there you go. Well, that was they are are who they are. Yeah, twenty years ago, there was a woman from New Mexico telling uh, telling him how he's lining his pockets over what happened at halftime um, with Justin Timberlake and uh, Janet Jackson. And he's like, it was it was on for fifteen frames or something, eighteen frames. Yeah, it was a great you know walk back through you know media history. It was fabulous. It was good to hear. Nice, yes, nice. All right, what's up on the? You guys were missed, no question, for sure. I know. Um, Carm, have a great vacation too. By the way, thanks. Good vacation, huh? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be gone next week. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas, absolutely. Merry Christmas to Um, you. And uh, what's coming up on the show? All right, so uh, obviously this is our, our favorite time. We already have a great crowd here at uh, Bub City. It is a, a great entertainment district here in Rosemont. Lots of parking, so there's still plenty of room for you at the bars. You guys have done shows here before. Love it, Bub it, City. it is truly a spectacular place. It's the Bub City in Rosemont. All five of our finalists are confirmed, so they will be performing live throughout the show. I truly don't know. Waddle, we haven't even talked about this. I, usually at this time, I know who I'm going to vote for. I don't know who I'm voting for yet. I don't either. So um, we're going to get the live performances. Um, and then, obviously, it's a football Friday. We'll be talking uh, Bears and Browns. I don't know if you guys read Charles Robinson's piece from Yahoo. Did, did you guys? Um, Charles Robinson interviewed seven general managers in the National Football League about what the Bears should do with the number one pick based on Justin Mm. Fields' performance. And it was unanimous. All seven general managers Mm. said that the Bears should draft Caleb Williams. Wow. So we're talking to Charles Robinson at four about that. They all he also asked them what what these GMs thought the Bears would get for Justin Fields in a trade. Yeah. So there there's some really good stuff there. Um so I want to talk to Charles about that. We'll talk to Tom Thayer, the Bulls are back, too. Bulls are back. We want to talk oh. a little Bulls basketball today. And then, of course, all of our usual uh, Football Friday stuff. So we, all right, boys. we've got a ton. Loaded show. Have a great weekend, boys. All right, have fun today. Go see Waddle and Sylvia, one of our favorite places, Bub City Rosemont with Elijah Craig. And they've got the finale of the, uh, the contest that is always so much fun. And you can see the live performances and everything else that goes along with it. So uh, the boys will get you home next. Everybody have a great Weekend, hasta la vista. Hasta la vista. (laughs) Welcome back to the Waddle and Sylvie Holiday Party, live from Bub City in Rosemont on ESPN Chicago. All right, let me uh, set the scene. We've got set the uh, scene. We've got uh, Bub City. What what would you say? It's about. uh, I would say. 79% full. Yeah, it's a good it's a good crowd. It's a big crowd. We've got uh, room for you, plenty of room at the bar. Yeah, I'm not trying to scare you away by saying it's almost 80% yeah. filled. you got to still come out. Come on out. Uh, we'd love to see you. And uh, it's in Rosemont. Very centrally located. It's what I love awesome. about. Like, I mean, like what suburb is not close to Rosemont? And here's the deal. If, you, if you're if you waiting a little bit for a table, go outside and, and do a couple of spins on the ice rink. 
It's 55 degrees today. It's awesome. I wore my vest today. I didn't even need a jacket. And you didn't wear a, a Christmas sweater either. I, I totally uh, failed. Was that because the weather was so nice? I, I it didn't did, feel like Christmas? I, I didn't even think. I don't know. I, it just completely slipped. Holiday parody song contest. It's the biggest holiday party of the year. I failed. I'm going to wear a taupe colored Yeah. Sweatshirt. It it's is, very nice. It is a weird it's color. Very nice. Too. Very. It, it's very earth tones. Yeah, I. I, I it's I, nice. Matches I, your shoes. I did. I did match my shoes, my boots, my boots, my boots. So yeah, we're uh, we're at uh, Bub City. Come on out and see us. I just ran into uh, Ed Cook, who is a couple of time finalist. He was belly aching. He was that his uh, his songs were not played on the air. Not only that he wasn't. A finalist this year, but it, it, good on him for showing up. There's that over there. He's he's very festive. He's got a nice red sweater that's on. His, that's his uh, gear. That's he, like his he, uniform. And he's got the the flashing lights. Yeah. But not only is he not a finalist, he didn't even get his song played. Can, Ty- we, can we change that? And, and he and he's blaming Tyler. He says the change in producers have done him in. Wow. That. Think that's unfair. The Tyler coming in and Black and Abdallah leaving has been bad for him. Wow! In the holiday parody song competition, so how do you plead? I think the song was a little slow. Could have used a little more humor <laughs> to it all, and I don't know. It just it didn't catch my ear. Usually, when I hear some of these songs, I'll know within the first five ten seconds whether or not we're going to play it on the air. Tyler, does you think he has a little more? Do you think Tyler's got a little more Simon Cowell in him than Blecker Abdallah? Yeah, uh, well, they they could be uh, picky, picky too. Yeah. Like, uh, so I, I just think they have different sort of tastes, musical palettes. They, like again, I I didn't hear as many this year, so. Well, you were on vacation for a week, too. One week, right. Yeah. The last week of the Well, of that's the contest, when we played right. most of them. So I, I think a lot of times early, Tyler was super picky of not wanting to play bad ones on the air. And he was waiting for them to get better. Early in the yeah. contest, bad is good because bad is funny. Bad allows us to make fun of people. But there was a lot early in the contest. There was challenge of, others. It was bad, but it was boring. Okay, bad and like, boring. The like it, it, it puts you to sleep. That's early. like the beginning of the bear season. They were bad and bad boring. And boring. Yes. Yeah, bad um, and boring. Uh, do you, do we have? We do have Ed Cook's song, I believe. Oh, so exactly. actually, we can everyone can hear it, and then we can decide whether or not Tyler was a little bit too picky with it. And then, and then, if if we find out that Tyler screwed this up, we'll reopen the competition. No, we won't. And just start it no, all over that's again. That's a fallacy. <laughs> that is not true. All right, so so uh, what? What? Uh, w- let's hear this. Let's see if Ed's got a, a gripe here. Ed's in the corner over there. Yeah, yeah. So what do we got? This is Ed Cooks. Do you see a QB? Said Ryan Poles to his scouting team, go find us a QB. We can trade pick number three. I'll get a new head coach and new OC. Now we just need a QB. Harbaugh once played QB. 
McCord, Bonegs, J.J. McCarthy, Jaden Daniels, or Michael Penix. Did he really just say Penix? What about the kid from UNC? Maybe the next Trubisky. Please God, not Trubisky. Then how about Caleb from USC? Don't need another Haney. No in Caleb Haney. A coin, a coin. Let's just flip a coin and let the Papa Bear above pick our QB. That way nobody can blame me. Or <laughs> he's marching now. I actually I liked it, Ed. I, I gotta say, I what I everybody respond, yes? Wow. That's kind of a moderate <laughs> level of applause. I don't know. That's a pretty good level of applause for like if you liked it, <laughs> clap now. Oh, Tyler. If you didn't like it, boo. Boo. I think the clap has it, literally. All right, we're reopening the competition. No, we're not. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Uh, now, now, I understand what Tyler meant. It, it did take Ed uh, a little time to get going. He needed, did. He needed a little grease there. And then one, once, once he got rolling, though... It, he started getting in a rhythm, and, and, and the name started going, and it got funny in the Phoenix. That was a good one. I said like Phoenix. That, that was good. Yes, I, and I thought that's where it sort of turned. I appreciate the effort. I think I speak for all of us except for Tyler. <laughs> Meller, what did you think? You've been on this for a long time. I enjoyed that. I always enjoy Ed's uh, submissions. He's a longtime submitter, so... I, I do always appreciate Ed's humor. I do think he suffers from not being vocally gifted, and so I think he Ow. takes a hit. Oh, damn. So, so do it's I. A, it's a, no, we all do on this show. It's not, his, it's not Ed's fault. You should have seen Ed's face when he just heard you say that. He was crestfallen. Oh. oh. Well, at least we played his song now. Yeah, Ed, good job, buddy. Yeah, there you go. Well done. All right. So Tyler, not, I'm not going to hate you for it no, because I don't I think it, by my I pick. don't think it would have been a top five. Well, t- what, what, what Tyler's job is is one of the hardest yes. to do. Like he gets all these. Like he's producing the show to begin with, the day to day stuff, and then he's going through all the entries of stuff. Yeah. And he's got to pull the good ones and weed through the bad ones. So it's it's a thankless job. This is a micro dirty job. We get it. Yeah, totally so, understood. So. We're, we're, we're standing by you, Tyler. Yeah, we're standing by you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> um, so we will have performances. When does the first performance start today, Tyler? I believe we'll have one at least by 3.30. Okay, good. Good. So plenty of time to get here. Tom Fair joins us at 3. Will he sing in any way, shape, or form or perform? If you uh, ask you him nicely. Ask him. Yeah. I, I, you, what do you think he would do? do you, if, if asked... Would he he'd tell, you, he'd tell you to kick rocks, probably. Would he? Yeah, but in, in a very nice way because Tom's one of the nicest guys you'll ever run across. Yeah, I, I was good. it was good to see him last yes. time. I actually sat next to him. I came in because he sent me a text. He said, hey, are you coming to the movie tonight? I said, yes, save me a seat. So when I got there, I, was, I said, hey, I'm going to sit right next to you. And then I looked at him and I go, 
I'm sick and you got to work this weekend, so I'm going to sit behind you. So I, I got I got that was and smart. sat behind him. And I was I got there after you. You were the last one there. And then I looked at I was look. Everyone thought I was looking for you to sit by you, but I was looking for you to not sit by you. Yeah. Because you've been deathly ill all week. Yes, when you and, walked and, in, and I like, ducked I, in my chair. And so I went up by Hoodie and Jay Moore and Pat the Designer, and I sat up in that corner. The Cool Kids Club. The Cool Kids Club. Yeah. And I had room to spread out, too. Yes. Um, so I love a, a – that was a good movie theater, too, with the reclined uh, chairs with the you, electric recline. I did see you go in the middle of the, the movie – you had to leave to go get another fountain drink, and then you went to the snack table and helped yourself again. All right, so I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the movie theater. Oh, right. And then I, I did get water. I don't, I don't go for fountain drinks anymore. Um, but I did go for seconds of popcorn. And what I, was the candy that you took the first time? The first time I got um, cookie dough bites. That was my dinner. I had two, yeah, I had a box of popcorn for dinner as well. I, I, I had two boxes of popcorn. I haven't had movie theater popcorn it was good. in forever. It was good. And it was good. By the way, I didn't have any water because I had a glass, but I didn't want to leave. So I just ate the popcorn without any water. And he wonders why he's sick. Like, here's why the guy. Why would that make you sick? It would just make you thirsty. No, first of all, you need to stay hydrated. You have a terrible cough. You need to be drinking and hydrating and peeing. You need to flush that out of yes. your system. Yep. You need to be continuously drinking water. Yeah. And for you to not drink anything during a two-hour movie yeah. is a foul move by you. No. The foul move was you leaving in the middle of it. The only person who left in the middle of the movie, of all probably 75 people, nobody left at any point but you. Oh, you're taking notes now on who's leaving? I, I, was, sitting on the, I was sitting on the corner. I, I, there was, if you had to go outside, you had to go past me. I was watching. Waddle's taking I was in the turnstile. Roll, roll call. Yeah, there was only one person who left mid-movie to go do anything. You had a, you had a clicker. I had a clicker, yes. If, and if I'd had a stun uh, gun, I would have hit you with it. I had to go to the bladder. Would have taken you right down. The bladder is, is shrinking. Yeah, you needed to go get another box of popcorn is what you Well, the, the popcorn was up front. Yeah. So, I, look, guilty on that front. Yeah, it was good. Two was boxes good popcorn. of popcorn. It was a great movie and a good, good box of popcorn. A few bites of the um, cookie dough, and I won't lie, I had some Twizzlers, too. I can't hate you for that. The Twizzlers are, are the key to all of it. Like, that was a good... It brings good, it all together. It's a good mix. You know, a little chocolate and a little, like, sort of sugary candy. Yeah. You know, Did like you eat that. anything when you got home? Nothing. No. I drank water, which you should be doing. I've had two bottles already today. Good. Thank you. I'll keep track of you drinking water. Appreciate it. All right, let's get into some Bears conversation, and Thayer's going to be joining us uh, at 3. I, look, I'm doing it again. What are you doing? I'm drinking not only the water, but the Kool-Aid. And I am picking the Bears. I am picking the Bears again. I think that that's, I don't think that's drinking the Kool-Aid. This is a, uh, this is a matchup that nobody is, you know, you shouldn't be threatened by. Same thing happened last week where he took the Bears and the points. I got him at three and a half. And as the week went on and, and the more I've talked about it, I have convinced myself to take them on the money line. I watched the Browns-Jags game this morning. To get a little bit of kind of perspective right. on the on the uh, Cleveland Browns. Will you tell us what you saw? Maybe if you're nice. Okay, good, good. And then uh, we'll tell you about that article that Charles Robinson wrote 
He's joining us today at four, right? Yep, and he'll tell. I, you know what I'm interested to hear from him is he had seven general managers get quoted, obviously all anonymously. Right. How many general managers did he reach out to that wouldn't get quoted at all? You know, saying, look, I don't want to be quoted in any article about the Bears or Caleb Williams. Or are they all willing to be quoted as long as it's anonymous? I don't know know how that business works. Yeah, it's a really good question. And how many of those guys, this would be an even deeper dive. I'd want to know how many of these guys, without identifying them, have a good track record at evaluating quarterbacks. Maybe it was seven guys who all thought that Bryce Young was a generational quarterback. I'm just saying, for example, how do we know how talented these seven guys are in their history at evaluating that ultra-important position? That's good. That's a good question. And by the way, yesterday Waddle read us a list. And on this list from one NFL insider... If the Bears' job would become available, this insider said the Bears' job would be the number one job. Has that changed based on what happened today? I'll share that with Waddle coming up next. We're live at Bub City. It is a football Friday, and it is our holiday party. Football, horse racing, burgers, beer, and so much more. Have a winning weekend at newly remodeled Club Hawthorne Betting Bars featuring cash betting at PointsBet Sportsbooks. Find a location near you at HawthorneBettingBars.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. Welcome back to Professor Yuletide and the Little Dumber Boy for their annual holiday party. Thanks to all who entered the Holiday Parody Contest this year. Your creativity and angst frightens us. Live from Bub City, Rosemont on ESPN Chicago. All right, so today, firing's in L.A. with the Chargers, correct? I missed, yes. Uh, Tom Telesco, their GM, also got uh, sent away, as well as Brandon Staley. So... The yesterday we read the article where the Bears were ranked as the best potential. Shot. Bill Barnwell wrote an article. Uh, he said that he was considering that there may be 10 different coaching vacancies at the end of this year. And this was obviously all hypothetical because we don't know who's going to be shown the door and who's not. But he did his list from 10 to 1, and he listed if, in fact, the Bears were to make a coaching change. He listed the Bears' head coaching position to be the most desirable of the 10 that he had listed for a number of reasons. You've got tremendous amount of cap space. You've got a lot of draft equity. You've got you know, a, a young defense that's starting to, to make progress. So he listed the Bears as one. And, and so with this news and even though the chargers were considered an obvious firing for their head coach danny brought up an interesting point with telesco getting fired right with them now having a blank slate yes and having a guy like we already knew with herbert there maybe a guy like harbaugh yes who would would look at that job already as a great job with herbert and, and, and the qb um, but now where he could be is 
uh, a guy where he could bring in his own GM. Yes. Not be the GM. Correct. But bring in his own GM, kind of like what Shanahan did with Lynch. Where yes. They, they would pair up, and he wouldn't have a, a quote, boss, you know, where the GM would yeah. be hiring him. Do you believe now that becomes the number one possible game? I think you can make a great case for it for that reason, that whoever whoever is going to be hired, a lot of guys, you know, that that's not the case. Like if Ben Johnson leaves Detroit and becomes a head coach somewhere, I don't think Ben Johnson's going to be given the opportunity to name his general manager. Um, but for someone like Jim Harbaugh, who's got the resume that he has, that was always kind of a thought, like, what would Ryan, if, again, pure speculation, what would Ryan Poles think of Jim Harbaugh? What would Jim Harbaugh think of Ryan Poles? Would that relationship work if, in fact, there was a coaching change? Well, in this situation, that's not an issue. And as we've talked in the past, go back to Jim's four-year run in, in San Francisco. It was brilliant. They went to the NFC title game the first three years, went to the Super Bowl, I believe, in the second year. Yes. And then the last year was his only non-brilliant year. He was 8-8. Eight and eight. And then at, at the end of that fourth season, had a falling out with Trent Balky, wanted to kind of have more control over player personnel issues. So if you follow the breadcrumbs, if Jim, I think Jim now could probably make a pretty solid demand that maybe he doesn't want to be, nobody's going to give him dual you know, roles, but he can have, name his guy. Now you can do that in LA. And I'll say this, like, look, Chicago's fan base is a million times better than what the Chargers offer. But that is one of the most talented teams that I've seen underachieve from a record perspective in years. You had Joey Bosa and you had Khalil Max leading the league in sacks right now. The interior of that defense is good. Derwin James is an all-pro safety. Asante Samuel Jr. is a, is a, is a, a, a plus cornerback. Offensively, Rashawn Slater is their offensive left tackle. I believe their left guard is a solid player as well. Keenan Allen is growing a little bit long in the tooth, but he's a fabulous player. Austin Eckler is on that team. And Justin Herbert is your quarterback. Like, I don't know that there is a more talented team in the league that has underachieved more than the Los, Los Angeles Chargers. So, to answer your question, I, yeah, I think, I think you can make a case. Zero. Yeah. The, the Vegas Vegas scored zero. How many straight quarters? Well, they they got beat three zip by the the Vikings the week before. I want to say though, like it was like nine straight quarters without a touch. Probably or something so. Like probably that. so. I, I, some crazy number. Then all of a sudden they scored what sixty two last night. Yeah. I mean, now look, ownership's a bit of a wild card. You the know, Spanos. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know what kind of contract he's going to be willing to sign a coach for. We all know. That shouldn't be a problem for any owner because it doesn't count against your salary cap. But still, certain guys are a little different about that stuff. But when you look at the talent on the roster and you look at the ability to bring in your own guy as a general manager or try to pair up with someone, I think that I think it makes it an even more attractive position today than it was yesterday. Did you want to uh, – Yes. The way, we, got a, we got a holiday card from one of our listeners, Colette. This is from Colette. She said she handed us a card. It's a thank you card. She said, Dear Waddle and Sylvie, one year ago I moved back to Chicago to take care of my mom. I have never questioned this choice, but it has been challenging. What has saved my sanity is listening to ESPN 1000. 
I had to stop listening to world news and go to sports. Not only have you two educated me profoundly regarding sports, you let me into your lives, your friendship, your families. You have made me laugh every day. Thank you, Colette. It was really nice. So thank you, Colette, for the very nice thank you yeah. card. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. you know, we say it all the time, but it's, you know. And we got, yeah, a nice round of applause for that thought. Like, you know, these are relationships that you make with people. Sometimes they're relationships without even, you know, shaking hands or seeing somebody eye to eye. You know, you, you have this relationship because of the medium, and it's, it's nice to get cards like that. You, get, sure. you, you make friends sometimes through... Through the radio, yeah. uh, and, and you only know them because of their connection with social media. Or you meet them through the show, like Chase from the South Side. Chase is it, here. Is, where's Chase? Like, like, I've seen Chase at so many different events. Like, Chase has become a friend. There's um, Chase. Like, there are numerous guys. I know Carmen Carcino's here. Many guys from Twitch. And, like, it's, it's become... Uh, a club and a friendship with a lot of the listeners. Cool kids and, club. And, yeah, and it's really, it's it's more than just a radio show. Yes. And that's what, what's awesome about it. So thank you, Colette. Very nice yeah. of you to say and all the best to your mother. Yeah. That was really like, cool. That was like a uh, Mark Wahlberg thing. Isn't that what Mark Wahlberg always says, too? Like, and all the best to your mother? Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know. But is that, 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 that his tagline? I, I, I meant it. I didn't mean it in a no, flippant that was, way. That yeah. was, but that was great. That's what it was all about. That's why she moved back. Yeah. That's fantastic. So thank you, Colette, for listening to us. Uh, and we'll talk to Tom Thayer. Come when in. is your family coming in? I want to see if uh, Braxton wants a puppy for Christmas. Uh, don't do it. Has no. he heard me talk about it yet? No, uh-uh. I think they've been in school during that. So okay. he, he, uh, they're in school now. I misjudged the arrival time uh, because of that thing called school. Yeah. They get out of school at like 3.30, so then they'll be arriving around 4. Okay. I, I think. I think that's the... Let's see if he wants a puppy for We Christmas. canceled some stuff. We even canceled, like, a baseball... Uh, Whoa, really? Yeah. They had a, I would a never let clinic. my mom or dad cancel a baseball game. Well, I think they the want to see you. They, like, the kids want to see you. They want to see me. They want to be a part of this. They see you every day. They still want to see me. Okay. They're dad. All right. I bet, I bet they're wearing holiday sweaters. I bet they're not. I bet they're wearing NFL jerseys. Okay. I bet that's what they're probably wearing. All right. All right, coming up next, we'll talk to Tom Thayer. It's our holiday parody song competition. We'll have our first live performance coming up after Thayer as well. We're live at Bub City in Rosemont. Come out and see us.